like I'm using down in here because we didn't like we won, but I'm complaining about something normally, and uh, so I won't complain about a red zone offense right now. But uh, uh, how, how does Mike Leach uh, celebrate a win like that? What are you going to be doing tonight to, uh, to to celebrate a big victory for you in this program? I'm going to get on a bus and I'm going to ride for four hours to uh, Starkville, Mississippi. Now, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, but when that ball went through the uprights, it was one of the prettiest things I'd ever seen. We just beat LSU on the road. Go Hawks! Yeah, great team win for us. Always good to. Uh, Keep the Mayor's Cup where it belongs in the city of Columbia. You like that? Could have gone to either Columbia. You said it exactly, Chip. You answered it. 10-0, undefeated in the SEC. Uh, that's where we've gotten. It makes no guarantee for what's going to happen in the future. Uh, we got a lot of guys that we've got to try to get better and, and improve. And um, we got to tackle better. There's a lot of things we can work on to get better. And you know what I love? Is the being in that locker room over there beside me. They all know that. And uh, nobody thinks they've arrived. Things we can work on and get better at, and they'll continue to do it. But tonight, they 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 went through a tough gauntlet in our league and uh, and played well. Ooh, welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host Michael Braden. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, it's been a wild, wild weekend over here. Been enjoying the Final Four. Don't worry, we're not going to talk basketball <laughs> on this show. Uh, we got a great show topic here. We got some over-unders to discuss. How you doing, brother? Doing good, doing real good, man. Yeah, Mike. Mike gives me text to "Hey, you want to talk gambling?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to talk some gambling." Uh, I am in for that. It's, this is gambling season. A lot of people think you got to wait till football kicks off. No, this is when you're getting some of them key bets in, some of them long runs. You think your team's gonna be be the champion, make a championship run? You gonna put some money where your mouth is? That's this is the time you do that before Vegas figures out how good they are. So. Uh, I'm doing great, brother. My Tissy Vols, uh, they're breaking records. They're 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 mm-hmm. corking their bats and everything. I just love it. <laughs> we're we're just a cheating university now, right? <laughs> I'm doing well. I don't even know why we're talking about baseball. I just I just saw an article and just thought about it. Well, right. So Shane teased it right there. We're going to talk SEC West over unders, and the only reason we're just doing the West for now. These are uh, debut over unders from the win sports book in las vegas these are the only mm-hmm. place in america that has set over unders that you can legally bet on i went myself shane and i bet on one of these immediately as soon as they were released i i'll get to that in a moment but i encourage our audience to do the same and they are going to release the sec east odds they told me i reached out to them on tuesday and yeah. i'm actually going to have the odds maker on the show to break these down with us but uh, cousin shane and i are going to do it first but before we get to uh, these over-unders, Shane, I just want to ask you real quick, mm-hmm. because you're the Tennessee homer, did you see all this um, shenanigans with Eric Church in the uh, North Carolina-Duke Final Four game? No, no. What's what's going on? So just real quick for the audience, there was a big, uh, you know, so Eric Church, big musician, obviously. Most people know that name. Yeah. Apparently, he's a huge North Carolina basketball fan. 
And this was the first time ever that North Carolina and Duke have met in the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. It just so happened to be Coach K's last game, which was awesome. But it was in the Final Four. Eric Church apparently was going to have this big concert, and he basically canceled the concert. All his fans are pissed because he wanted to be at the game. (laughs) So I don't want to get – let's not go down that road. We don't give a damn about any of that. Right. But I want to ask you, Cousin Shane, as the Tennessee homer, what would you give up for Tennessee to win the SEC championship this year and to make the college football playoff? I'm wondering, hell, Eric Church just pissed off his whole fan base. I'm wondering who you're willing to piss off, Shane, to, to make that happen. God, Mike, everybody, man. I may just quit this pod. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, all, this, all this hard work. I mean, what, all I'm doing is I get on here and you're talking me off the ledge 24-7 so I don't give up on my team. That's what it feels like. Uh, no, you, you, I'd give up a lot, Mike. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, how like a pinky toe, would, you know? I mean, Would, you give, up, would you give up beer? Would you give up beer for a year? Oh, oh. Uh. Wait, let me ask you. (laughs) You said make it to the playoffs. Did you say win the playoffs? Because just getting there, hell, we just got in the NCAA tournament. I would, you know, I'm drinking more (laughs) beer now than ever, Mike. So, what what are you talking about? Uh, Yeah, no no guarantees they're going to win it, but just making the final four. Would you give up beer? How about for six months? Oh, my. Uh, you know that's that's good. I mean, we want to get there. You want nobody, nobody wants to, nobody wants to be a top four, Mike. You want to be number one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It, mm-hmm. it, that would be a tough one. That would be a tough. One. I, I would I would probably say, uh, I would probably say six months, maybe like outside of football. You know, not yeah. fo- not during a football season or something like that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I want my balls <laughs> to be there, but. You're talking about giving up something for a chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know about that, man. That's like my boss asking me to come in on the weekend and work. I may pay you, but I may. It's like, what? You know, no, I think I'll just stay here at the house. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I was I prepared for you to give up your firstborn, uh, Papa John's pizza, you know, all this no. stuff. And yet here you won't even give up uh, six months of beer. So. I did no, not expect because, it to go this way, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, Mike, I, I think back at, at 2001, you know, which was a great freaking season for my Tennessee Vols. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, going down there, beating the Florida Gators, and then we had a chance to get to the national championship again. And we lost that SEC championship game. And that one, that hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like – I would feel bad giving something up for that opportunity not to not to be able to go to the final game. And, and basically, in that situation, we, are, we were in a Final Four. Now, if you were to tell me win a national championship, hell yeah, Mike, I'd give up beer for a year. I'd give it up. I'd, I'd maybe just never drink it again, to be honest. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, that, maybe that's, that's getting a little carried away. But, like, you know, every four years, like presidency, you know, I'd give four years – you know, uh, of winning a national championship, something like that, absolutely. But mm-hmm. just to get there, Mike, I, I'd give up some stuff, maybe maybe six months, but I would not – I wouldn't give up much because I would afraid if we get our ass kicked in the national championship, then it'd be like, man, I can't believe I can't drink beer now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well said, Shane. Well, let's get to it. Our SEC over-unders for the West – 
courtesy of the Win Sports Book in Las Vegas. Again, this is legal across many, many states in this country. You can go on right now and bet on these over-unders. This is, to my knowledge, the only place in the country, even these offshore gambling sites where you got to pay in Bitcoin and they send yep. you a, you know, a, a money gram and six years later, I don't even think they've got SEC over-under win total. So let's give it up to the win for uh, putting these out early and – you know, no surprise here. Alabama leads the way 11 and a half. This was mm-hmm. the same number that I anticipated the Crimson Tide would have this season. And basically what you're betting on, Shane, is Alabama going to go undefeated right. or not? Be- because if they go under, if they go undefeated, they're over. And, and I should note, in case you don't know, these numbers only count the regular season. They don't count a bowl game. They yeah. don't count the SEC championship game. So, Let's go over the schedule real quick, Shane. You let me know how you're feeling about this Alabama 11-and-a-half over-under win total set by uh, the Win Sportsbook. But right out the gate, we got Utah State. Yep. Easy, easy W. Toughest non-conference game, week two at Texas. Debatable. Week- Louisiana Monroe's on there, so. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that is that, – that's good. I, I can't wait for that game. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Week three, Louisiana Monroe, like you said. Again, they'll beat them by whatever score they want. First SEC game, Vanderbilt at mm-hmm. home. You got to, I mean, all due respect, Vanderbilt, good luck. Now, here's where it gets tricky, Shane. This, If the, if Alabama's going to lose, it's going to be right here within this stretch. At Arkansas, yep. Texas A&M at home, and at Tennessee. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's your toughest stretch, I got to think. If you're a Crimson Tide fan, if you if you win all those, you got to feel comfortable. Probably going to win the rest. You got Mississippi State at home. Yeah. Then you got two weeks to prepare for LSU in Baton Rouge, though. But uh, again, year one, of course, of the Brian Kelly era. And then at Ole Miss, we shouldn't overlook that game. I probably shouldn't have overlooked that one when I was. That's going to be a hell of a game. But then Austin P at home and Auburn at home. So right. I mean, I I don't know. I, uh, I, that's why I, that's kind of why I had Alabama at that eleven and a half number because there's. I mean, the most difficult game here is Texas A and M. You got to assume that's at home. I mean, there's there's cert, there's certainly games they could lose, but um, do you do you I like to over or under on this? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, literally, you're banking on. And, and let me before you answer, let let me give you my thoughts uh it mm-hmm. is extremely tough extremely tough to go undefeated in a regular season even a nick saban team in, in alabama you you think about years past there's been a lot of times we're down there at hoover and we're talking about man this is a great alabama team ain't nobody gonna stop them and then yeah. uh an lsu sneaks up or a texas a&m last year sneaks up it just it seems like yes Alabama has consistently had great football teams but sometimes there's one of those games that sneaks up and bites them in the back so right. you're banking on you know your quarterback staying healthy you're banking on your, yep. your not losing too much depth on defense there's a lot of things that that can go the wrong way so um you know I don't know what your answer is but I'm going to go with the under because more often than not, a team will not go undefeated in the SEC. Not that I, I, I'd be surprised if they do, 
But I like my odds, like you said, in that little stretch of Arkansas, Texas A&M, Tennessee, and even Mississippi State, you know, one of those teams sneaking up and surprising the Crimson Tide. So give me the under on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you hit on the critical thing there. I mean, we don't like to discuss players getting hurt and all that because we don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what, what does Alabama have beyond Bryce Young? I mean, they've got nothing. Right. Uh, I mean, they've got – I shouldn't say that. That's incorrect. But they they have nothing of experience. they got mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Milrow, who's a, never had any experience. they got Ty Simpson, five-star quarterback. He may be the next big thing. But until we see him do it on the field, yeah. uh, that's an issue. Uh, they're replacing, you know, their entire receiving core. The offensive line is a question mark. Now, we're sitting here picking them apart. This may be the most talented team in the country. So, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be just fine. I'm not shedding any tears for Alabama here. But, yeah, I, th- I think you're right because you just never know. I mean, an injury, uh, you know, it, it. even in recent years, they've shored up the kicking game, but that's mm-hmm. been an issue. You know, there might be a game where you miss two, three field goals or you have a pump blocked or, or God knows what. So, yeah, going perfect is difficult in the SEC. But I do want to play this quick clip, Shane, from uh, – Nick Saban, I think this will get uh, fans fired up that uh, are are thinking Alabama, this is going to be the team that redeems themselves. Hell, they're SEC champions. Let's not forget that. But <laughs> redeem themselves in the college football playoff and go all the way. Coach, I've heard you talk in the past about the importance and scrimmage work of having coaches back off the players so there's not a coach right in their ear. Is that something you did today or is that more for next Saturday? No, we did it today. Everybody was on the sidelines. You know, sometimes you got to let the players play. Can't tell them what to do. Can't make the calls for them. Um, you know, I'm the only one that was allowed on the field today. And um, most of the time, the coaching points I gave were um, not technique oriented. Talked about great teams of the past, great players of the past. You almost universally cite their competitive character. What has this team showed you so far about their competitive character? You know, this team's been really good. Uh, I mean, this team doesn't have any complainers. Uh, guys just do what they're coached to do. They work hard. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of negative guys on this team, and we have some real positive leadership, uh, which I think is always important and hopefully we can you know build on that uh, and that'll be something that's an asset for this team it's it's easy to start that way it's more difficult to sustain uh, and hopefully this team will be able to sustain it and that'll help us in terms of our development um, when the fall rolls around all right Shane, so woo. <laughs> all right i change it go the over <laughs> <laughs> And one other thing about this Alabama Shay, that so I you know like I said I I listened to uh, uh, the win bets guy Matt Lindeman is his name he's uh-huh. the he's the one setting these odds and he he said there's only two games right now that he has on Alabama's schedule where the, they would the win would set the point total excuse me the point spread under two touchdowns mm. do you know what games do you think those are uh. A&M, mm-hmm. and Tennessee. Bingo. So Ooh. they've got the spread right now against A&M, which is in Bryant-Denny, 
13 points favorite for Alabama. Uh-huh. And at, at Tennessee, which is on the road at Tennessee, Alabama favored by nine. So, oh, could you? I mean, hey, based on it. these odds, brother, I mean, yeah. Tennessee's got the, the best shot to knock off the Crimson Tide. But uh, so th- that's basically how they come up with their number of 11 and a half is, is basically they see two games right now. Of course, things could change. Yeah. But the way they look at it right now, there's two games that are kind of swing games and still Alabama favored by over a touchdown <laughs> in each of them. Yeah, but you, I'm excited that it's just a two-score favorite you know it's like we're getting closer there's no more 30s or 40s you know what i'm saying it's like right right a couple scores and we're in this thing and that's one of those things tennessee i think that's what they're what they're thinking about even if they are down in this game it's one of those teams that can can score points in a hurry and and, and especially worst case scenario garbage time so i'm not saying that's what this game's going to come down to it's a long ways from here but uh i think that is obviously a factor too Mm mm-hmm all right, Shane, next team on the docket here. The, the uh, team. Real, real quick on that, oh, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I just want to – so so I said under. You said under as well, correct? Yeah, I, I just think you have to go under because, again, odds are Alabama will – I mean, hell, odds are they're going to win it every year as long as Nick Saban's there. Right. But going undefeated is the question here. Not, you know, yeah. do I have faith in Alabama to go undefeated and win, and win it all? Yes, but do I? Am I putting my money on it? No. <laughs> well, you know. I, well, I, I know you hate Alabama, but uh, let me ask you on that. <laughs> Put that on your on your uh, YouTube short, Mike. Now, I, I do want to ask a, a quick question on and the way I'd like to uh, on a gamble. Since we're talking gambling here, okay. All right, let me and follow me here for a second. So, okay, so obviously, you you know, I got my $100 lock of the week bet. So, you you walk into a casino and somebody asks you Alabama over under and you pick, you picked under. Out of that $100, how confident are you in that bet? Because I want to say right now, I'm going to place about $15. If I if like the max is 100, I'm sold mm-hmm. this thing's going to happen. Uh, you know, $1 being like, okay, I'll take a shot at it. I, I'm 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 hovering around the fifteen to seventeen dollar range right now on this bet. What would you put down on, on your under? Hmm. Just a level yeah, of confidence. Under, probably thirty three dollars. Okay. All right. All right. I like that. A little more confident than I am. Still not totally committed, but I like it. We're probably not well, even like put, you said. That I guess that's because I'm a big Alabama hater. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine putting a whole bunch of money on this game and then you're getting the, like it's not happening and then you're going into Ole Miss and Austin P and Auburn. Those are the last three. You're sweating bullets. Your mortgage is on the line. You know, it's like <laughs> don't do that, guys. That's not we're not that confident. So or girls. All right. Next on the docket here, Shane. We're just gonna go in in order of uh, the win loss totals. No surprise, Texas A&M mm-hmm. over under nine. Now, that is a little bit of a surprise to me. I thought it would be – I predicted ten, but the win has it at nine. And, again, let's go down the schedule, the 12-game schedule here for the Aggies. Mm-hmm. Several home games to start the season. Ha- Sam Houston State, mm. Appy State, Miami right there. That's your first three games, but they're right. all at home. you got to feel – Confident about all of those. And then you got Arkansas, which is, of course, in Arlington. 
at Mississippi State, at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Then you have a bye week, and you go at South Carolina. This is a tricky stretch right there. Yeah. Ole Miss at home, which beat you last year. Florida at home, at Auburn, UMass, and then finally LSU at home. So you're betting on a 10-win season. You can only lose two of those games if you're the Aggies. That's tough. So so it's at it's at what is it at nine and a half? Nine. Nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm going big time over here, Mike. I mean, I'm I, out of that hundred dollars, I'm putting all of it on this one. That's how confident I am. Ooh. Texas A and M does not lose more than two games this year. I th- I think this is the year, Mike. What about you? Now let me ask you this though, because here's the latest buzz, and I know it's spring football. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take everything you're hearing with a grain of salt. We're so far away from the season. But I'm curious, Shane, because here's the latest out of camp there. We're all waiting to see, is it going to be Haynes King under center, who was your starting quarterback last year? Yeah. Obviously went down. He, ne- he never was able to play again. The transfer from LSU, Max Johnson, who's started last year for LSU, you know, not the not the greatest performance, but he's got the he's got more experience at the quarterback position than anybody on the roster. Right. You th- we're all waiting to see who it's going to be. But according to what's coming out of College Station, Shane, the freshman five star freshman Connor Wagman, mm-hmm. even Jimbo says it, and they just held a scrimmage over the weekend, and Wagman was apparently. <laughs> held his own against those three, or excuse me, against those two, does that change anything? And now, again, I'm not saying, hell, he's a five-star. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that just says this Wideman is incredible. Right. And they may, have, they may have to put him on the field. Or you could read it as, hell, we've seen Haynes King one, you know, in one big-time game. He threw multiple interceptions. Mm-hmm. We've seen Max Johnson. He's been up and down. I got a lot of confidence in those guys. So I'm not sitting here saying they're bad. But it's interesting that we got a freshman here who's in the mix, and who knows? I mean, it it, would, it seems far fetched to me that he's going to be your day one starter, right? But but if he's that good, you get, you got to go with him. You know, you, I mean, we don't we don't just play a guy because he's not doesn't have experience, but he's the best quarterback. So, yeah. you know, does that throw a wrench into into any of your picks here? That I mean, hell, maybe this guy. And what they're saying is he's basically a bigger Johnny Manziel, right? Well, a little, a little bit, Mike, and and when I say a little bit, because multiple quarterback systems have worked, are you know, there's been a lot of failures in years past, and you've looked at them and you can pinpoint them and say, well, this was this was a mess, this didn't work out, but there have been successes as far as multiple quarterback systems, especially when you got a young guy involved. Now, what I don't mm-hmm. want to see is a three-headed monster. What you'd love to see is, okay, this is my guy. And the young kids coming along because you you look at the the way their schedule set up and, and you're going to get into it. so you got Sam Houston Appalachian Miami I think in those first three weeks that's that's perfect time to get your young guys some reps not just to bounce back between Max and Hank you know what I'm saying right. to 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 pick your starter and then lean back on this young kid and if he is performing 
you know, you're getting into a little bit of a, a, a spot when you get to that Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama. That's a that's a tough little s- slate, you know. you you got to have this quarterback situation figured out by September mm-hmm. 24th, in my honest opinion. So, and, and by that time, if you do got a young kid getting reps, he's, you know, he's been under the spotlight. I think, yeah, you can kind of start releasing him a little bit. Thank God they don't have Alabama on the first start of that stretch. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, when you look at a three-headed monster, the one thing I don't like, Mike, is you're, you're chewing up reps here in the offseason, especially you, you got – you got some new you got some new faces down there. You got some new quarterbacks, you got new talent. There's mm-hmm. there's those reps are so valuable and there's only one first team, and there's only one second team and if they're not getting all those reps, that's just taken away and going to hurt them on the back end. So, you know, rumors are rumors and and things are going to happen, but I think by the time we get to fall ball here, Mike, we're going to have this thing down to two quarterbacks. And I have heard a lot of good things uh about the youth of this team. So I'm expecting personally one of those guys to be a one alpha. Don't be surprised if the other doesn't hit the portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, you know it's wild, Shane. I mean, now that now we're swinging back to the confidence level in this. Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, if you're going under, you're saying Aggies are going to go. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the SEC is going to love this, but you know, eight and four again. Yeah. And that just ain't going to happen. No. I mean it. If it does, I mean, we got serious questions here on Jimbo, and <laughs> I know they they just did that, but you got to think that's fired up this team, it's fired up this coaching staff to where it changes. And, and hell, that's all I've heard this offseason, Shane, is, you know, aside from their success on the recruiting trail, hell, they just picked up another five-star. But <laughs> Jimbo is basically saying this team, you know, we're lacking leaders, we're lacking this, we're lacking that, they're not stepping up we're basically getting what we what we see every year from Nick Saban when he's right. basically saying, I got this garbage team, we can't beat Mercer, you know, and then they come out and kill everybody by 50 right. points. So I think Jimbo may be setting us up for that. So I won't go quite as far as you with uh, putting my whole hundred on the over, yeah. but I would certainly put my whole hundred on, on not going under, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I'd probably put 75, 80, 80% of my money on uh, A&M going over. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, yeah. No, it does. And and it is a risky bet. You, you look at last year, um, and and maybe that's why we got a little bit more co- quarterback controversy this year, just because Jimbo may not want to get stuck like he – I mean, you put all your eggs in one basket and you run mm-hmm. a certain t- stop – certain type of offense and that man goes down you have to change everything and if you're ill prepared you can see what happens uh and and we saw that last year with a and I, I don't think that happens again and maybe that's why we we're giving an extended look to some of these guys but i like i said i think by fall ball definitely by week one uh we're gonna have this thing narrowed down to two and uh those are gonna be your two guys the other one you won't hear about the podcast is sponsored by better help that's better, H-E-L-P. Head on over to betterhelp.com slash S-E-C. Head on over to BetterHelp and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. They have a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. So if you're looking for therapy via your phone, via your computer, you don't have to go to the office or anything this is a tremendous service. There's several people in my family. I've been to a therapist. It's helped me. And I've even had someone that I've recommended and signed up for better help using that promo code SEC. 
Head on over to BetterHelp.com slash SEC. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. If you use the promo code SEC, you get 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp.com. All right, Shay, next on the docket here, win bet over-unders in the SEC West, Ole Miss, eight. Mm. This is an intriguing number here, Shane. Let's go down the schedule real quick. Again, very favorable schedule to start the season, a number of home games here. We get Troy and Central Arkansas, both at home. Your non-conference, I don't know how they work this out, but they're playing at Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech's terrible, so they should kill them. Tulsa at home, and then we get into the SEC schedule with Kentucky at home, mm-hmm. at Vanderbilt, Auburn at home, at LSU, mm. at Texas A&M. Then you get two weeks to prepare for Alabama at home, Arkansas on the road, and Mississippi State at home in the Egg Bowl. So basically you're betting on a 9-3 and three or a seven and five season. I mean, this is another mm. one. This is a this, Ole Miss. I gotta be honest with you, Shane. They're one of the biggest mysteries to me in the yeah. SEC. Just, just given all the roster turnover. Now they're they're reloading down there. Make no mistake. But can they recapture that magic and go another? You know, ten win season, nine win season. Right. I don't know. I I think this is a great number here by the by win. I th- I think eight. this is probably this is like a stay away from me for right now yeah this is that two dollar bet i was telling you about earlier because i think (laughs) i think this is something they nailed i I, i'm afraid to go over and i'm afraid to call under i love the non-conference games as far as wins and losses and i just love the setup i mean like you said you you go troy Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa. I mean, you want to talk about some steam, brother. By the time they hit SEC play, these guys are firing all cylinders. So hopefully by that time they've worked some kinks out. So I part of me, I look at the schedule, I'm like, oh, yeah, give me the over. And then there's part of me, it's like, well, you know, I see a lot of 50-50 <laughs> games right now. And I don't know how. Right. Like you said, there's just so many question marks. You just got to – it's like you got to see these boys in action. So – I, two dollar mm-hmm. bet. I'm going push, man. I'm not messing with this one. It does make me feel good though, Shane. That should you be halfway to your over or under win total by the time SEC play starts. But again, it go it goes back to that critical Kentucky game, Shane. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's going that's going to define both team season. I think. Yeah, that's that is a crucial crucial game, and and I, a lot of people aren't talking about it now, but. You know, by the time these boys meet, they're most likely both going to be undefeated. Uh, well, given the Florida game, I guess I can't. I, you can't can't give that one away. But I'm just saying, it, there's a chance that both these teams are going to be red hot when they meet in October. So, I I I can't go. Like, if you had to pick, okay, let's just people didn't get on here to for us to 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 take the weak way out. Okay. I got $2 on this thing. Uh, the more I'm looking at this schedule, I, I just, I love how it ramps up. So I, I'm going to go over, I'm going to go over, not confident at all, but I, I think, you know, catching Auburn at the right time. I think LSU, they're going to be set and they're, you know, they're going to be in good shape. Obviously A&M Alabama, those, and even Arkansas, extremely mm-hmm. tough games. Uh, and then the egg bowl is still very unpredictable. 
Damn. Okay, maybe I'm going under. I'm going under. I'm going under. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going over. I'm going to go over because I I, 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 I think I'm not saying Ole Miss reloads, but I, I think I think people are sleeping on them just a little bit, myself included. You know, it's not like they've just got a depleted roster. Lane's got something down there, and and I think we see it pretty early with these these first games. And and that's what I'm saying. Just working the kinks out by the time they get to Kentucky. Key matchup. But if they beat Kentucky, brother, we're looking at an Ole Miss team that's most likely going to be going uh, 6-0. and You know what I'm saying? Into that LSU mm-hmm. matchup. Uh, so, yeah. Or I'm sorry, the 7-0 and potentially with off. No, I'm going over. Yeah. I talked I talk my way into it. Three bucks. <laughs> over. <laughs> so, here's just the reality, Shane, of, of the SEC, and in particular right now the SEC West. Uh-huh. People sit here and say, oh, my God, you think that Ole Miss is going to go 75? You're a dumbass. They just won 10. Yeah. You could be 7-5 and five in the SEC West, and you're probably a top 20 team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just how, how difficult it is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You take Ole Miss and you put them in the pack, and we're like, they should get a college football playoff seat. That, I mean, <laughs> Exactly. You know, they've only lost one game. They should be there. So... <laughs> All right, next on the docket, Shane, here's my lock of the week. I think you're going to like this one. The Arkansas Razorbacks, six and a half. Dang. I thought it would be seven and a half. That was my number that I pegged it at, but Wynn's got it at six and a half. I, as soon as they put these odds in, Shane, I put money on it. And like I said, I talked to Matt Lindemann, the guy that's setting these mm-hmm. lines. He says they're getting blown up with Arkansas over. So, this may not even be the line as because we're doing this uh, two days since they've said it. But pull over, put some money on it right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> so let's. The schedule is definitely difficult, but hell, they we say that every year. I think Arkansas continues to get better under Sam Pittman. But here's the schedule for you, Shane. Open the season at home against Cincinnati. We all know they're a joke. Mm-hmm. South Carolina at home. That's tricky. Missouri State. Which again, that's like a lower level, but it is Bobby Petrino. Who knows? He's, you know, if this was if this was Chad Morris, maybe, but maybe. No, yeah, no, we ain't we under that anymore. Texas A and M, of course, in Arlington. Yeah, Alabama at home, at Mississippi State, at BYU, which they've been pretty solid here the last couple of years. Then you get a bye week, and then you go at Auburn, Liberty. Uh oh, Hugh no. Freeze coming back. LSU at home. Ole Miss at home at Missouri. Hmm. So, six and a half, you're saying Arkansas is going to lose half their football games. Get the hell out of here with that. I, I don't care if they underachieve. They ain't losing half their football games. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go over as well. Um, I and, and it is a tricky little schedule because there are some question marks. You know, how legit is it, is the Gamecocks? Uh, that tough mm-hmm. stretch that Texas A&M, Alabama, then going to Mississippi State. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, there's there are some there are some unusual team placements here that I think could be a factor, but I just – every way I look at the schedule, I can't come up with with that many losses. So, I'm, I'm definitely over as well. Probably not as confident as you. But I would put about $80, $85 on this thing. Still pretty confident. Well, let me tell you how confident Sam Pittman is, Shane. Let's kick it over to him. Didn't go, to, go through spring a couple of years ago, but I wonder if you could kind of assess how much farther along you are in the size from when you inherited this team a couple well, of years ago. I feel ago. like the team's a lot further. You know, I'm, I'm more comfortable, you know. Um, 
uh, with scheduling and and uh, urgency of practice, I, I'm more comfortable personally as a head coach. Uh, part of that may be because, you know, we've kept our three coordinators. That that helps too. We've kept our strength coach. That helps too. But I think our team. Uh, I, I believe our team. Uh, it was a fight of getting them all to buy in, getting them all to get off the sideline and get on the field. You know, uh, a lot of uh, questions of do I really want to be here or not? Not me personally. I'm talking about the kids. You know, am I? do I like it enough to stay? Uh, I don't believe we have any of that problem now. So um, it's a lot more fun. You know, because you got kids that want to be all of them. They want to be out there. They may not like where they're at on the depth chart or th something like that, but I feel like we've got a team that would, you know, run through a brick wall together, and and that's when you start. As long as you'll play hard and you're tough and you're loyal, you got a chance. All right, Jade. So hey, <laughs> say pit, but we still got our edge there. We're getting tougher again. I, did I, did I say the, 85? The, I meant 95, Mike. <laughs> 95. That's what I meant. Lock of the year. Get this while you can get it. Six and a half. I don't, man, I don't know what they're doing over there at the win. That's that's going to be something I'm going to have to jump on old uh, Matt about. But, uh, yeah, this is my favorite one. I cannot encourage you. I legitimately – I signed up for the win just a bit <laughs> on this. I, I literally did. So, uh, I, that's how confident I am. I probably just cursed your team. I'm sorry. <laughs> But also at six and five, Shane, Mississippi State, which is I think now your favorite team yeah. in the SEC West with yeah. the Pirate, Mike Leach. They were high flying at the end of last season until the Yank Bowl and, of course, uh, the bowl loss. But here's the schedule for Mississippi State. A little bit tricky. M Memphis at home. We all know mm -hmm. how that went last year. We got We got robbed. At Arizona, which is basically in a complete rebuild. At LSU. So this, I mean, a little bit tricky here. We got a couple road games, but then we we swing back to uh, Starkville for Bowling Green. Yep. And Texas A and M. That's also at home. Uh -huh. Arkansas is at home. Oh shit! This schedule's looking <laughs> difficult now. At Kentucky, at Alabama. My goodness. Then we got a bye week for the Final Four. Auburn at home. Uh huh. Georgia at home. Oh, Ooh, man. buddy. ETSU, who they, I think last SEC team they faced, they beat them. Yeah. Of course, that's Vanderbilt. And then at Ole Miss. So, again, is Mississippi State going to lose half their football games? No. 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 And, and, and yeah, obviously they got a tough draw from the East, getting Kentucky, getting Georgia. Obviously those are, those are going to be some tough games. But when I see Mississippi State and, and all the returning talent, I, I really see them catching fire early. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and going four and zero, and and make maybe close your ears, LSU fans. I just think right now, uh, I'm not saying Kelly's not ready, but by week three, getting the Pirate, that's going to be a tough little matchup, fun game to watch. But I just think, I think with all that, all the returning talent that they have, that they're going to be they're going to be hitting on all cylinders by that week. So uh, I just see momentum. Now, when I look after that, it is tough. A and M, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama. Come on. Uh, mm -hmm. Georgia, if they can steal one or two of those games, then this is a no-brainer. But it is—it's a tough draw. But the, but you're what six? You got to win seven games. That's it. And, and I think this is a team 
that is going to do that. I think they have potential to win more than that. Um, so I'm pretty confident with Mississippi State. And the, and the closer we get to the season, the more I fall in love with this program. So give me the over, and I'm going to put about $92 on that. Yeah, now here's the only hiccup, Shane, with uh, a Mike Leach coach football team. They have a history of dropping games they shouldn't. So, like, I could see him losing to Arizona week two. Yeah. But he's such a good coach. It seems like every year he does that, then he turns around and, like, beats Alabama on the yeah. road. You know what I mean? So, it's like it's almost a wash. He's so good that you can never discount him in any football game. So, yeah, it, it, the same deal we were kind of saying with, with uh, Ole Miss, but even better because the line is so – so low at six and a half. Mississippi State takes care of business in the non-conference. Yeah. We are three wins away in the SEC from hitting the over. Right. And we know how difficult it is to, to win in Starkville with those cowbells. I mean, hell, everybody, you think yep. you're ready for it till you get down there and they start clanging in your ear. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're looking at it and you're saying, oh, my God, Georgia's coming to town. Well, guess what? Because the SEC schedule's screwed up and, and it's uh-huh. – no, nobody on the Bulldogs are. They, they're like, oh, Starkville, yeah, it's it's a cow town. That'll be fine. And then you start hearing those damn bells. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they may not be able to handle it. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. It, it, and that goes that goes across the board for a lot of these. It was, and it's both sides of the ball. I mean, you you saw it last year with the defense. There was a lot of games that they were in just about every matchup. And, and yes, they they made some some boneheaded mistakes and the the thing that keeps drawing me back to this program is just mm-hmm. the youth and inexperience we had last year and that is going to correct itself going into this season so yeah i i think this is one of those that the that it changes i i, I think when people sit down and, and take a good honest look at the schedule that they're gonna they're gonna start placing some money on it and don't be surprised uh, by the time the season starts, that that win total doesn't change and goes to the other direction. Mm-hmm. All right, next, Shane, LSU. And, frankly, this is stunning that, uh, you know, we're opening and it's LSU 6 is the over-under. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever seen that in my life. But given it's a, a new team and there's so much turnover, I kind of get it. Now, right out the gate, this is this very well could determine, Shane, whether the Tigers are going to hit this over-under or not. Florida State, mm-hmm. right out the gate. It is in New Orleans, so you got to think it's going to be a heavy LSU crowd, but that may be the game that determines it. Then you turn around and you play Southern at home, Mississippi State at home, mm-hmm. New Mexico at home. So, again, you take care of business right out the gate. You might start 4-0, which, mm-hmm. which is, you're, you're going to feel very confident. We can't overlook that Mississippi State game, of course. But then you go at Auburn. Yeah. You got to feel that's, you know, a toss up Tennessee at home who that's, that's a team that's got no idea what it's like being in Baton Rouge tiger stadium. Right. At Florida, Ole Miss at home. Then you got two weeks to prepare for Alabama, but you could have two years. You're probably going to (laughs) lose at Arkansas, UAB and at A&M. So, you know, Hey, some of your tougher games, on the road. I mean, this is a very difficult schedule. That's why I think for the Tigers, Shane, I think it really does come down to that Florida State game. Yeah. Yeah, right out of the gate. And and what scares me about LSU, brother, is is the schedule and the schedule placement. This is a team that I think will be doing better toward the end of the season. Just mm-hmm. unfortunately, 
when you make it there, you're playing some of the best teams in the SEC. So I, I'm going under, brother. And and it, it, it's mm. not that, that I don't think they got the good the best coach down there. And it's not that I, I don't think they have the talent down there. It's just that schedule placement. Like you said, we should not be going into a season thinking that, that LSU has an opportunity to lose to Florida State. But we are. And – and if that game, like you said, does go the opposite way, now you—I mean, how do you bounce back? Mississippi State. I just told you, I think they win just because it's early in the season. So, mm-hmm. so now you got Southern New Mexico. Uh, you're, you're you're picking up a little steam after that, but then you get right back into some rivalry games. Uh, I just, I just don't like the schedule placements, and and that's why I think it's going to be a rough year for the LSU Tigers. But but it, I don't think it's going to be a. I think it's one of those that. Yes, you're going to lose some games toward the end, but they're, you're going to lose them close, you know. And that, there could be some games that you you do sneak up and make competitive there at the end. But I just, I at this moment, Mike. And, and again, you got to remember, dude. It's it's April third. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We may change our tune a little bit closer to the season, but at this given moment, um, I'm lacking the confidence in LSU right now. So I'm going to go under. And I'm going to go about $24, $25 on this thing. Yeah, I mean, so much uncertainty with the Tigers, Shane. I mean, the offensive line is an issue. Quarterback we have is a complete unknown. Uh, Even there's, you know, Kayshawn Butte, what's his status? Yeah, we don't even know what he's doing. Heaven forbid he's not on the team. I mean, that may change everything. Uh, The secondary is completely rebuilt. Yeah, this is this is a tough one, Shane. I mean, I I think the the safest number is probably right at six. They probably nailed it. But like you said, let's not take the easy way out. Let's let's go over under here. And I you know I've, that's kind of something I've been saying all off season with the Tigers, kind of like you just echoed. I think they're going to be playing better football at the end of the season, but playing better. When you're facing Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, and A&M. Right. Does that mean you're going to be winning those games? I mean, Sir, it seems unlikely. It's on. I mean, from from Tennessee, you go Tennessee, Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, A&M. Uh, it's, yeah, what are you doing at this point? You're, you're, even if you are playing better football, you are going against some of the best teams in the in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I'm right there with you, Shane. I think if I had to bet one way or another, I'm going to bet the under. But just because I can't push. But, you know, I, I think this if you're an LSU fan, you're fine with that. Because it it, it kind of reminds me of where Tennessee was this time last year, Shane, where you're going into it and say, let's just get to a bowl. Right. And if we win six, seven, eight games. We're good. Then, you know, we're not, we're not building a statue to Brian Kelly. But <laughs> – that gives us a ton of momentum heading into year two, right. which is again, which is where Tennessee finds itself, where these people are saying, "Well, what? Damn, I didn't know the expectations were so low on Rocky <laughs> Top. They won seven games. It's not about that. It's about how far can you come in twelve months to set up a big year two. And right now, I think in Baton Rouge, the goal for Brian Kelly, and again, maybe if he had a full eighty-five of, of four and five-star talent, we're not sitting here saying can they win five or six games." This is a team where hell they're they're taking FCS guys 
They're taking guys from ETSU, guys from Florida International, and they're starting them on the offensive mm-hmm. line. I mean, that this is the reality of the Tigers right now. Right. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I think you got to lean the under right now. Now, last team, Shane, again. I can't believe you I, – I, I still can't get over the fact you hate LSU, but go on. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> last team here, Shane, the Auburn Tigers. Man, and this is a, another stunner. Yeah. I mean, for years and years, the, the Auburn Tigers – are known as uh, you know one of the teams to to be reckoned with in the SEC West. It's just not where it's at right now. Five is the over oh, over God. under for the Auburn Tigers. I'm gonna go down the schedule here for you, Shane. Bunch of home games right out the gate: Mercer, San Jose State, Penn State, Missouri, LSU. Those are all at home. I mean, the schedule. There's tough games there. But it sets up for a great start if they can find the right pieces down there at Auburn before you go on the road at Georgia, at Ole Miss. Then you got two weeks to prepare for Arkansas at home, at Mississippi State, Texas A&M at home, Western Kentucky at home, and then the Iron Bowl at Alabama. So it gets very, very difficult towards the tail end. But over under five, I got to go over. I have to. Because Auburn's not going to win four freaking football games. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, what we're doing, Mike, is is we're playing the under. And and I'm, you may want to fast forward, Auburn fans. There's that little button you hit, and it goes up 15 <laughs> seconds. But, I, I mean, I'm not – I'm not super confident that they don't go the first. I mean, how many times I got to say this, Mike? It feels like we talk about every time I bring up Auburn. And, and probably people are saving these clips because when they do start out 5-0, they're going to say, see, I told you Shane was an idiot. But right now, <laughs> I am not sold that they can beat Penn State. I'm not sold they can beat right. Missouri. I'm not sold mm-hmm. they can beat LSU. And they sure the hell ain't going to beat Georgia. So, you want to talk about momentum. I, I think it's going to go the opposite direction. This is a program – that is struggling, man. They can't keep coaches. They can't keep players. The the fans don't even, you know, I don't know what the fan. I've heard some fans, they love them. Some some fans hate them. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just in turmoil still. And 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 now we, you know, the all these stories that came off in the offseason, I mean, it's just it, it just looked bad, you know, because this isn't Auburn football. Auburn football is one of those teams that we always talk about potentially going 12-0. and 0. Auburn football is one of those teams that we talk about competing for an SEC championship, potentially going to a national championship. That's the type of program that they have down there. And they've not been there in quite some time. I do think they bounce back, but, brother, it ain't this year, and I don't know if it's with this coach. And I think this is going to be a rough season. And I just – when I'm looking at it, you said five wins – where? Where are you getting them? Mercer? Yeah, okay. San Jose State? Okay. Are, are you confident in Penn State? Are you confident in Missouri or LSU or Georgia or Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, A&M, Alabama? Where are you finding the five wins? Western Kentucky? There you go. There's your one. I'm not, I'm not confident at all, brother. So give me the under, and I'm going to put about $88 on this one. Man. I love when you're so wrong because it's going to make me so right, Shane. <laughs> you're going to save this. Yeah, just pin, pin this one up, Mike, so we can play it back later of, of all the stupid takes that Shane had. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Auburn Tigers, Shane, they're going to defend their home turf. I mean, we we are – not we, but you – are underrating how difficult it is to go to Jordan-Hare Stadium 
and come out of that place alive. I mean, hell, the remember last year, I know Georgia lost in the SEC championship game, but before that, I mean, this looked like maybe the most dominant team of all time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were all on that on that footing and at Auburn was one of the more difficult games and Auburn did not even have that good of a football team. I think his team's going to be bought in on this coaching staff. You know, we got rid of the guys that are not bought in. We, the guys that are left though, I mean, hell they're, they're going to want to run through a brick wall for this guy. We're going undefeated in the non-conference right. There's your four. So basically you're asking me to find two sec wins. Hell give me, you know, I think Missouri, that's a toss-up. LSU's a toss-up. I think, hell, they even beat Arkansas last year. You have two weeks to prepare for them. That's a toss-up. Mississippi State, like I said, they drop games they shouldn't all the time. Yeah, I th- I think Auburn will find a way to win two league games. That's that's easy for me. So, I'm going way over. You said, what was it, 95, whatever? Yeah. I'm going 95 the other way, brother. Auburn, any <laughs> over. If All they got to do is win six games. I got confidence in them to do it. Again, this is the, the freaking Auburn Tigers. Yeah. This is this is a top 20 roster in the country. I know they're playing in the rugged SEC West, but the only non-conference game that is somewhat of a question mark is Penn State, and I do not have faith in that old James Franklin to come into <laughs> SEC country. And, uh, I mean, hell, they should have lost last year to Auburn. And, and again, Auburn was not that good right out the gate. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, but I'm just I'm just not sold, brother. I mean, we're talking two, two years back-to-back, six-win teams. <laughs> What's Now you're saying you don't see them taking one, seat, one step back? <laughs> it's like, I do. I see it, but – I'm sorry. Remember, he's at Big Orange Balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about it. the Grim Reaper of picks. So this is this is my lock. This is my lock of the week right here. So a lot of Auburn fans should be happy. They they should be getting their their national championship tickets right now, brother, because they may be going after I, after this prediction. Well, hey, buddy, this has been a, a long one. It's been a great one, just breaking down these over unders. But let's get you off the line before uh, before you hit too many of those beers and hit, before you before you call out any more of these SEC West teams. You you got anything before we head off the line? No, no. I think that is a good call because it's 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 a little late. We're doing this one extremely late tonight, and I've already. I mean, I was already a few in when Mike called. So, yeah, I better get out of here and get ready for bed, brother. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, it, it's always fun to talk gambling. And, and like I was saying at the start of the show, this is this is when you want to – this is when you place your bets, guys. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is when you want to – if you're thinking about win totals, you're thinking about who's your underdog to, to compete in a national championship or win the SEC championship, this is when you do it. If you feel confident because – I'm telling you, if you're right and those teams catch fire early in September or late October, you know, that it's too late. It's too late to put money on it when you could have tripled it right now. So this is the time because Vegas, is, they know just they know a little more than we do, but they're still guessing right now. So this, if you're feeling confident, get some money in there. Uh, and I don't know, man. When does the East come out? So this is the West. When does the East uh, pick They told me out? it'll come out on Tuesday. So Tuesday, hopefully okay. as soon as those come out, We'll break them down. And we've also got some fans. They're requesting some other shows. So, hey, we got plenty of show topics in the pipeline. Podcast is going strong. And don't forget, Shane, we got three spring games this weekend. Uh, So the content is going to keep on flowing until as long as we got something to talk about, we're going to do it. So 
I appreciate you, Shane. I'm about to pass out myself. Okay. I, I appreciate you hopping on the line. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Sorry, Albert. This one's on me. <laughs>